Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Terrorism. What about the quiet racism? Dividing among ourselves. Somebody's crying for help. Heaven is listening. Heaven is watching. Hey, welcome to the Buzz and Press Show. I'm your host, Bishop L.J. Guillory. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. And uh, let me just tell you, <laughs> it's been an interesting day. In fact, I just gave two, probably about mm, 60 seconds of of uh, uninterrupted, uh, muted conversation. <laughs> so, this is what we're doing tonight. We are in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, as you, many of you have who have been watching the the news, uh, we had uh, President, uh, Vice President Biden, who's running for president, the presidential uh, candidate uh, Biden, to meet with the mayor of Los Angeles. And in their meeting, the conversation uh, came up about the homeless and. Uh, many of the people had questions about, uh, you know, what was Biden going to do to help with the homeless situation? Well, the mayor here in Los Angeles seemed to be uh, getting lots of attention about uh, the homeless in L.A. In fact, when uh, Trump was in office, uh, uh, President Trump was here in California, he took a visit to L.A., and he said, if you don't do something about your homeless problem in Los Angeles, I will. So uh, tonight and for the last several uh, evenings, they have been having – this is something that's done every year where they count the homeless. Yes, they go out and count the homeless. They knock on the tents, knock, 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 knock. Hello, Mr. Homeless. How you doing? <laughs> we come to count you. 
are you there? And um, yes, they're, they're still there uh, year after year. Some of these people have been homeless for longer than anybody really um, shamelessly can admit. You see, the CIA put drugs in the African-American community. They admitted that they helped to support a war in buying guns with the money that they received from drugs that they went and brought back to America to support putting guns in guerrillas' hands to fight a war that the Congress did not approve. That's kind of emotional for me because if you're down here and you see these homeless people, you'll realize that these are the victims from the crack epidemic. What bothers me more than anything is the fact that they continue to politicize the homeless and they get millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, yet the homeless people remain homeless. And I'm so damn tired of it. But I want exposed the fact that these agencies that's receiving all this money to get the homeless off the street and account the homeless and do all this, this is a job for them. So I just want to ask the listeners, both in American and out, domestic and abroad, a problem that unrefutably kept you working, helped you take care of your family. Um, Because once the homeless problem is solved, many of that work for these agencies won't have a job. Yeah, I said it. I'll say it again. If this homeless problem is resolved, many of the people that are homeless um, would be in a facility because many of them have drug problems, mental problems. And so to solve that problem would get them off the streets. But when you're putting hundreds of millions of dollars into homeless initiatives and you're giving people jobs to count the homeless year after year, might I add, makes it a tad bit difficult for me to believe that you really want to resolve this problem. Because there's space upon top of space on top of space in every state. California is not exempted from having open land, wide, wide acres, hundreds and thousands. You've seen the fires. You've seen uh, the aerial pictures 
Uh, we are we're not short of any land. Yet these problems will not be resolved because there are people who are getting paid on it. No homeless to count, no job. No homeless on the street, no shelters. No need for shelters. No need for the counselors. No need for the programs that help the people get into housing. This is an epidemic that has grown completely out of control. And I am very upset to report that um, I'm tired of the people um, passing the book and, and saying this is an issue that is the problem of one person over another. So what we're going to do um, is we're going to have to expose what's really going on. We're going to have to show that this government, Democrat and Republican alike, wokenly, willingly, and with blatant disregard for human life, is allowing, supporting, and perpetuating this homeless epidemic so that they can continue to make the money that they're making on it. Just to say the least. I'm not sure how I can say that in any other words but what they are. So I'm downtown, like I said, and I'm getting ready to uh, communicate with a few people who have either been counted or was down here during this uh, alleged counting of the homeless. And uh, I just think it's hypocrisy. Um, It's making a lot of money for some people, but it's also uh, an embarrassment because it's fake. I don't know if any of you have been able to go on Google and look at the downtown tents, it is ridiculous. It is worse than you could imagine. Now, 
Can I talk to you for a second? How you doing? Good. I'm doing a radio show. Uh, have you seen anybody out here counting the homeless? Yes. You haven't? Okay. Thank you. So, just a passerby. Excuse me, sir. How you doing? Have you seen anybody over here counting the homeless people? No? Okay, thank you. And these are people that are out here in tents. These are people that are out here on the street. And these are the ones that are allegedly uh, that are being counted. And uh, take a couple of pictures here so you can see exactly where I am. Rand, I'm going to send these pictures to you. You can get them up on our on our website. You know, the saddest thing is uh, this is crazy. How you doing? Sir, can I ask you a question? Have you seen anybody out here counting the homeless? Uh, yeah. They have been out here counting the homeless? Yeah. Did they talk to you? They have not talked to you? So they just basically came out here and just... Yeah, they talked to you. They talked to, talk to you? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I can talk to you? Good. Good. So have you been have, did, have you been out here? I know. I know a lot of have, okay. Did anybody come out here and talk uh, count the homeless? Have you seen them out here counting the homeless? You know what I like about that? I go directly to uh, Simple. Uh, uh, I don't give out that kind of information. Okay. You know, my mom okay. Thank you, ma'am. See, many of these people are, are mentally ill. Uh, many of them uh, need more than just more than just a, a false symbolic gesture of of uh, counting them they need uh they need housing they need mental health they need uh something other than So they have trucks out here. I'm right in front of the Midnight Mission, um, and uh, so I'm going to go over here and see if. Uh, are you all a part of the uh, the counting of the homeless? No. What's going on down here? <laughs> okay. So have you seen anybody since you get out here? Have you seen anybody out here <laughs> counting the homeless? I haven't. I haven't. So they had a big deal. They're trying to get millions of dollars. Uh, saying that they out here counting the homeless so they can get them housing. And every year they do it. And then you know, and I don't see anybody out here counting the homeless. But so. You guys are doing security for yeah, what they have? Okay. Yeah. Wow. 
So what happened? Did they give him food at the fest and all of that? We didn't see anything? Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So we are walking around. and I'll see some guys over here. I'm going to ask them. Um, now, those people are security. They, that's GPS security. Hey, fellas, how y'all doing? Have you guys seen anybody out here counting the homeless? They did the count. Um, they, I didn't see them tonight, but uh, somebody came through county one day. They came through county? Have anybody offered home uh, housing to the people that's out here? That's a regular thing. What they doing with a billion dollars? A billion dollars. That's exactly what I'm saying. Just right here with you. Right. Come on, man. No. Hey, Will. Alright, you better be careful, you So. Well, that's why I'm down investigating because the, the mayor has been talking about right. But are they going to give any 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 black people those apartments? That's what I've been told. Right. Well, they're not filling them up with the black people that's down here. Is what I'm concerned with. Okay. 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 Thank you. So you think that Right. Right. From down here. Right. 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 I, I don't understand how you have a billion dollars and still have only people. You dropped something, bro. All right. So, what happened at the Love Fest down there? Did they. All right. Well, I appreciate your information. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Wow. Brianna, this is almost something that makes you want to just cry. But see, this looks like a third world country. If you check the pictures I sent to you, and there's there's so many more that I can, that I can send, but this it's just crazy. How are you doing? Good. Ma'am, did you have you seen someone out of here counting the homeless? Huh? They say they they were out here counting the homeless so they could get them shelter. They got a billion dollars uh, allegedly to help with the homeless program. Have you heard anything about that? homeless. Yeah, they're going to spend on homeless. But this night you coming for who asked? Right. Nobody no more. Nobody? No, mission closed. I am no under Right. What is homeless? What is million dollars? Okay. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Take your... 
Thank you. Have a nice day. How you doing, brother? Have you seen anybody out here counting the homeless? You, you go home to count? No, I'm saying, have you seen anybody out here? Two weeks ago. They were giving out a ten dollar subway card, and that's all. It came away two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So the mayor was on the television yesterday, and he was saying that he has requesting more money so that he can do the homeless count, and he needs to get people in housing. When I come down here and I, I see all these black people. It's not. No, no, they did it. it happened. They have a young high school kid came right here. I gave about $10 cards. Two and a half of them. All right. Thank you, sir. See, that's the scam. That's the scam that I'm talking about. Um, uh, there's miles and miles of this, by the way. Hi, hi. Have you seen anyone out here counting the homeless? Have you seen? Have you, so you haven't seen anybody out here counting the homeless? Who's it counting one? They're counting one, two, three, four, five. I don't know. Was it police? No. They're supposed to try to get them housing or something. Oh. You haven't seen that? No, Rihanna. This is uh, this is uh, almost like a, a third world country. I'm trying to get some pictures of the skyline because there's a beautiful skyline, and this is like the backyard of what's really going on. Uh, and do you work here? Have you seen anybody out here uh, counting the homeless? No. This is crazy. Sir, have you seen anybody over here counting the homeless? It's crazy, but they keep saying that they're out here counting the homeless. And I'm here now at the shelter, and uh, um, excuse me, ma'am. I'm 
Hi, sir. Have you seen anyone here counting the homeless? Outside your facility. Have you seen anybody? No? Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm at the shelter, by the way. And that was the head security for the shelter. And he hasn't seen anyone out of counting the homeless. It's just amazing to me how uh, you could be uh, counting the homeless and the homeless themselves and people around. One's in there two weeks ago, one's in, you know, so. So, you know, um, kind of crazy, 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 crazy. Brianna, I need to see you the rest of this picture. I just, uh, when you say taking aback, uh, I am just that. So, I I um I want people to get an understanding that this is not just one block. This is 17 blocks, and four or five blocks wide. This is what's going on in Los Angeles, one of the largest economies in the world. I believe the budget for the city and county surpassed many of the nations in other countries. So have you seen anybody counting the homeless? Yeah, counting? I'm doing a, a radio talk show right now, and I'm out here because the mayor said that he was going to have people out here counting the homeless. They're going to do it at nighttime when they were here in their tents. And uh, none of these people that I've talked to have talked to anybody about getting them housing. Are you here? You live right here. And would you would you like a, a apartment? Would you like a, a place to live? You're a veteran, so you serve this country. How do you feel about them asking for federal money, billions of dollars, to resolve a problem? And every year they come out here and count the homeless, yet they do nothing about this this area over here where all these black homeless people are. The thing about it, I've been on this since '04, and politics and you know, everybody's not straight. You know, crooked people. And all walks. This is so weird. It's hard job. God bless you. They do have housing for veterans. I know that I, that I that I know about. I'm gonna give you my card. I'll put you in touch with a veteran. Um, the VA hospital. 
they have uh, housing for veterans now, and uh, see if we can get you some veteran housing. Okay. I do know. I do know that that did go through. That's my card. Okay. I'm Bishop. God bless you. All right. All right. You know, you see a veteran on the side of the road here. Um, Rihanna, I can't even tell you the smell that's out here. Uh, the feces, the, the urine that's in the street. And on a daily basis, uh, I'm, I'm told that they, that they spray and they, 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 they uh, allegedly clean or, or, or do something. But you can't tell that by the smell, the horrific smell that's down here. How this is able to, uh, how they're able to continue this, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just concerned that uh, we have people claiming to do something. Let me say something about these agencies that are getting paid millions of dollars, multi-millions of dollars to do the to do the uh, case management to get these people into uh, housing. Uh, that's the real fleecing because if all this money is going to administrative costs, then you can't possibly be uh, doing something for the homeless people. So I'm just uh, a little frustrated and uh, know that the first part of this show is supposed to be on uh, the entrepreneurs, black young men who are entrepreneurs. I've been bombarded with all of this homeless talk and the television programs that are allegedly uh, doing something about the homeless. Now I'm going into the central facility jail. This is a police station, a substation uh, here. And uh, allegedly they're here to help. So... Quick question. Uh, have there been people out here counting the homeless tonight? I think what? Counting the homeless. You're not aware of it, huh? If, 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 I, if I was a young college student and I was coming out here counting the homeless, I would check in with the police department for my safety, wouldn't I? Not really. I was mentioning Glutter's story, but. Yeah. I thought it was some BS. Thanks, Dis. So, as I was saying, police department right here that is in front of these uh, on Seventh uh, Street, uh, where the homeless are, he doesn't know anything about it. Now, to have the mayor on television today talking about counting the homeless and doing this, and if I was a college student, and you can go on the city of Los Angeles website to volunteer to come out and count. I would not send my allow my kid to be out here without checking in with the police department. Why? Because something could happen to them. We need to be honest and stop the BS. Stop using the homeless victims to raise money for anybody. Because this is ridiculous. 
I'm going to get a list of these people that are. How you doing, sir? Uh, have you seen? God bless you, sir. Have you seen anybody out here counting the homeless? Uh, not really. Are you homeless? Yes, sir. The mayor of Los Angeles is alleging that he's going to get. Uh, he, he wants a billion dollars in federal aid to help with the homeless epidemic. Every year they count these homeless people. I, I let this go on, and I, I tonight I said, you know what? I seen it on the news today. They said they were going to be out here. Well, it's six thirty. It's nighttime. The homeless tents are up. I don't see an army of people out here counting the homeless, and I don't want to see a billion dollars go in the hands of organizations that are supposed to be spent on housing for the homeless people. How long have you been homeless, if you don't mind me asking? About two years. About two years. One day, uh huh. This program right here for uh, Exodus. Okay. My fault. The first time I didn't make it to the appointment, and the second time I wasn't. I didn't remind anyone. Third time I just uh, I forgot. So you have to go through a program. <clears throat> I, I would have loved to, but I guess I got. Now, this is a program for housing. I'm going to take a picture of it. So they house homeless people there. Is it temporary housing? Is that temporary housing? That's what's the rule. From what I know, it is Los Angeles County. Okay. 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 And I see Star House Apartments. So all those people down there, they need a place to stay. And if I'm going to count them, I'm going to put them in a place to stay. These are nice places. Unfortunately, when I go into these places, I don't see people that look like you and them. <clears throat> I don't know where they get these people, but they're definitely not down here on Skid Row. So I don't understand why you're counting these people to place these people in these apartments. Because if you look at those people in there, they definitely don't look like those people down there. All look like you. You know? That's the problem that I have. God bless you, and I hope you get some housing soon, sir. Thank you, sir. God bless you. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. You know, Rihanna, I tell you, when I, when I tell you this is some BS, I'm telling you it is BS. You have people that are are actually living on the streets. There, there are some people that are living in cars. There are some people that are uh, in worse shape than that. Um, so do you mind me talking to you for a second? Do you mind me talking to you for a second? Okay. Have you seen anybody out here counting the homeless to get them into housing? Counting them. Okay, so the mayor was on television uh, he was talking about uh, getting extra money from the federal government and how Trump is not giving money. He wants to count the homeless again. Every year they count the homeless. But I, I look on the streets and I see the homeless, the same people that they counted last year, you know. And I want I, what I want to know is that why but, – but it's not the same. The, the same people that I've seen down here for years are the same ones that are, are they counting. Well, yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do. Count, count people every year. I mean, you don't, you don't, exclude, you don't exclude the ones you counted last year. 
so do you think that they're doing a good job at, at, at uh, uh, getting ho- homes for these the homeless people? No, 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 no. This is a problem. 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 This is a problem.
without um, getting so involved in the, the situation. It is it is amazing out here, um, Rihanna. It's, it's so amazing, so amazing. I uh, whew, it sends chills up your spine. So, uh, Rihanna, were you able to get the pictures? This is Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Downtown Los Angeles. I, uh, All I can say is that it's real. It's real. I don't know how many people have ever took the time to visit, to see what really goes on downtown. But uh, if you did, you would experience something that is outside of the norm that you're used to. Yes, there is a woman screaming to the top of her, her lungs, and uh, that often happens. It's uh, definitely nothing new down here. Uh, I'm in front of the police station, by the way, on 6th Street. The abuse, the the um, wow. There's not a lot to make me say wow. I felt that I had to do this part of the show just to let people know that we're not talking about a hundred. We're not talking about 200, 300. We're talking about thousands of people living in camps, uh, tents, living under the freeways, living in abandoned buildings. This is much worse than you could ever imagine. The noise, the, the things that take place down here. It's like a world of its own. It definitely is a world of its own. It's definitely a world of its own. Wow. 
You're listening to the Ombudsman Press Show. I'm your host, Bishop L.J. Guillory. Down here on 6th Street with the homeless population. I can't begin to give you a affirmation of what it smells like in an area that is infested with humans that are um, living in these circumstances. All I can say is, wow, this is America. This is America. So many of you may be aware that um, I've produced a book dealing with the Great Depression. Donald Trump. I think that most people would agree that um, if the economy is doing great, that that has to be judged from who's uh, who's telling it. Whose story it is. Because from one, my vantage point right now, it's not not so great. Not so great. I can't blame Donald Trump for these wasted, thrown away human souls, because this started long before he even decided to run for public office. What I can say, so I don't need anybody to tell me how great the economy is. Not for these people. Wow. Brianna, are you there? Brianna, are you there? I need to check our audio. I don't know. As I said, this is the Ombudsman Press Show. I'm Bishop L.J. Guillory. I'm your host. And um, as I said, I'm downtown um, monitoring the situation here 
would be homeless. And I can tell you this, it's a mess. It's a big mess. Like it says, wow. How about that? Wow. Lots of people talking about what they're going to do. What I can tell you is that there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Take a deep breath. I have a young reverend that is going to be on the show. I'm going to talk a little bit about what he went through and the fact that He's trying to make a difference. I ordained him. He did uh, five years in prison for statutory rape. Um, several months after his graduation, he uh, had sex with one of his schoolmates an underclassman and her parents decided to press charges on him. Even with the text messages uh, of her pursuing him, knowing that he had a girlfriend and um, evidence that she lied about her age He was able to take a plea bargain, a deal, so that he wouldn't get 10, 20 years in prison. It was an aggravated rape because of the age difference. And... um, He's ready to tell a story and help other young men, particularly athletes, that uh, could have been NFL or NBA uh, He was both he was um, probably going to be given a scholarship for football and or basketball, whichever one he chose. We're going to have him on the show uh, soon. I also uh, wanted to have young entrepreneurs on to talk about uh, 
some of their endeavors that they were working on. So proud of our young people. I think that it's very important that we salute our young people and we congratulate them. Not only support them, but give them what they need to succeed. I want to say my favorite words, wow. Sometimes it's hard trying to uh, be everything to everybody. I want you all to know that it is very, 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 very difficult sometimes for me to see the truth and then know what our representatives are doing. So, uh, I've Walt, who's going to be on the show a little bit later. Many of you know Walt. He's my conservative friend, and I do consider him a friend. Walt has a different perspective than a lot of people. And it's kind of funny to me because Walt always gives me a perspective uh, to make me realize that we don't all think the same. But the consequences are always the same. So whether you support um, or understand the um, ways or opinions, they're your fellow Americans. They are our fellow Americans. And That a way that we do it. I had a I had a guy who tell me, he said, Bishop, I like your reality. I said, Really? So yeah, I like your reality. It's not my reality. But it, it definitely is a reality. So I told him, I said, you know, why don't you come hang out with me? And uh, so you can really see the difference between yours and mine. And maybe, just maybe, that would breed a little bit more understanding. Going to have him on an upcoming show. So he could share with my audience. I wish I had him here tonight. Oh. That would have been hot. That would have been hot. Because sometimes seeing things or believing things. I'll say it again. Sometimes seeing things or believing things. So uh, sometimes we have to see it for ourselves 
Sometimes we just don't believe unless we see. So, like it says, wow. Gentlemen, gentlemen. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? See you. Yes, I'm uh, Yeah. So, um, I want you to know where I'm at, Rihanna. Just so you know, I am in a humidor. I'm in a humidor, and I just found one of the cigars that I like so well. Um, It's crazy. Life is simple. Um, I'm thinking... We um we are something new. Wow. I like to say it's wow. Wow. Yes, I, I walked um over to my favorite little cigar shop and uh downtown Los Angeles uh, right across the street from the the um, the police department is the second street cigar lounge I am uh, wow. I am uh, just going to ask you a few questions, and I want your honest opinion. Rihanna, I want to know what you thought about those pictures that I shared with you. I hope I haven't lost her. I don't know. I'm going to take it that Rihanna's there, but she's just unable to communicate right now. And uh, I'm going to continue with the show. So, let's, um, for a moment, think about the things I've shared with you. And, um, if you have some ideas, 
of how these problems can be resolved, share with me. I love to hear from you. I love to hear from you. You know, you can follow us on Facebook at Bishop L.J. Guillory. That's G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, that's Ombudsman. That's O-M-B-U-D-S-M-A-N General. Ombudsman General on Instagram. Lots of people are following, and we appreciate you for doing so. Um, we are trying to get the message out there. We've been putting up a few older pictures uh, <laughs> uh, just to kind of promote our our accounts. And uh, I think that uh, we're doing pretty well with this little campaign. A lot of people have commented on the youth <laughs> of some of my pictures. I appreciate that. I do, I do, I do. And we, uh, we're we going to keep on right where we started from. The show, buddy. I thought you said 7.30. Good afternoon. Um, Good evening. I decided to call you early. How about that? That's fine. I've, I've, I'm prepared. I've got my notes. I've done my homework. Good. So um, I want to welcome Walt to the show. And we're going to be discussing a few things that many of you have been watching for the last several days. <laughs> the impeachment of Donald J. Trump. So... Um, with no further ado, well, give me a little bit of insight. How do you feel about the impeachment so far? Uh, you've got to see the <laughs> put down their uh, basis for their impeachment. What do you think? Well, my view is it's an attempted impeachment. Um, first off, all the original votes in the House originally uh, on all the efforts that they did recently didn't even involve the Republicans. It was in a secret bunker, a soundproof room in the basement of the Capitol run by Adam Schiff. Um, Only did they get real teeth later and when it was too late. And it's been a very, very rushed job. They wanted to finish this by Christmas because obviously the election is this year. And even to quote the Washington Times today, quote, Adam Schiff as impeachment, impeachment manager is a joke. What I find amazing is we have in Congress, we have the Senate and, of course, we have the House of Representatives. And the two are separate and have different responsibilities and different things. When was the last time you heard anything related to Congress called a manager? And when are, quote, congressional House of Representative managers able to come over to the Senate side and manage something? It, 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 it's just crazy. Plus the fact we had an original whistleblower, and the rules were changed less than 30 days before this impeachment happened way back in the day in You've August. Only three impeachments. Since the inception of our democracy, yeah. okay, so I don't know when you would have heard managers. It didn't get this far in the no. first two impeachments, yeah. so I don't think we would have heard of managers. But I'm interested in knowing: do you did you listen 
to the um, presentation of those managers for the basis of their grounds for impeachment? I listen to bits and pieces. I listen, and, of course, I, I read. Um, and the thing is, when we look at the impeachment itself, the, the three big issues of mine are, first off, there was a whistleblower who had heard something from somebody who heard it from somebody. It wasn't even firsthand, and it, and it was probably at best secondhand. And the rules of that information were modified less than three days before um, the impeachment began. Secondly, the impeachment uh, against Donald Trump is abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, um, both of which aren't impeachable offenses and aren't even mentioned anywhere in the Constitution. And the basis for that is interesting is if you go back to every single president that we've elected, I, I got this recently and I wish I'd thought of it, is we have had the privilege to elect a president whom they, whoever they are, have selected. Therefore, at the end of the day, we elect who they want. We elect who they've selected. Donald Trump is the first president that they didn't select and the people we elected. Even Nancy Pelosi and others have said he's an illegitimate president. And the reason is, I finally figured out why she's saying that, is because they didn't pick him because he's not part of the club. You and say, it's obvious. Hold on, hold on. For my listeners who don't, are you saying that the College Electoral did not is not responsible for no him being i'm not i'm not saying the electoral college i'm saying okay. the candidates saying selection that, of the candidates themselves are you saying that the uh washington insider um facilitators the kingsmakers is that who you're saying is that who yes. they were? okay yes so now would you agree that there was a lot of information that said that the involvement of Russia, I always say Snowden, uh, in this election, the meddling, you don't think that it had anything to do with that is the reason well, you why see, it no. usurped I, they? I, I do not. I do because not. I think Enough. that they is upset because they, they were usurped. Yes, I would agree with you that they, whoever they are, they right. have intended for Hillary Clinton to be the president. Okay. I mean, I know that thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, papers and, and uh, magazine uh, that was already printed with Hillary Clinton on it as our new president was had to be scrapped, okay? So I, I know that something did not occur that they had intended to occur. So Correct. I agree with you on that. Now, what they are saying is they are saying that the democracy is in jeopardy because whether it's a fraud or not, it's the American way. And what do you think about that? You have to understand that there was a 16-year plan by the bad guys. I'm going to call them the cabal for lack of a a better word of anything, um, where Obama was placed there for eight years and did what he did, and Hillary was supposed to come in for eight years and finish it, basically take away our freedoms, take away our guns, and all of that. And 
Trump has come in and upset their apple cart. In fact, one of the major Rothschilds in the world has stated in the last two weeks that Trump is systematically dismantling everything that they have set up for the last 80 years. Case in point, the European Union. That was kind of a test. You know, you got a bunch of countries trying to figure out together. Um, it's not working. And, and, and as of uh, end of next week, January 31st, England, Britain will officially be separated from the EU and other countries, I believe, are going to follow. Okay. So let's talk about America. Okay. Well, let me, so in America, as far as the uh, – let me just digress real quick. As far as America, democracy, and the fact that they're blaming Trump for Russia, what it's doing is they are hiding – what they're implicating what Trump did or might have done, but in fact they did. When CrowdStrike and Ukraine was brought into the to the uh, view of everybody, it it implicated the Democrats in the biggest way possible, and all things leading the Democrats are funneled through CrowdStrike and through Ukraine, which is Russia. So they're 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 pointing the finger at Trump for the exact same thing that they're doing. Another example is Joe Biden. Joe Biden did quick pro quo. He even admitted it. It's even now being played on a very large billboard in Times Square. He said, we're not going to give you the billion dollars unless you stop this prosecutor from looking into my son. And he said, well, you're not the president. No, but call the president and he'll say the same thing. And as, as Biden said, quote, well, son of a bitch, within six hours before I left the Ukraine, he was fired. That's quick pro quo. They are blaming Trump for something they can and have proven done. Okay, where where and when did he admit to that? He admitted it in a meeting with the Council for Relations, CFR, and it's public information. It's on YouTube, and you can watch it. And he was he was in a he was in a he was in a discussion with a few people, couple people, I think it was like three or four people on stage, and he stated it's out of his own mouth. But did he admit it? So you're saying he didn't publicly admit it? He admitted yes, it. Yes, he did. Okay, so where is it written? What 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 rep? It's not written. It's stated. He actually stated it with his own mouth. He he had a microphone in his hand and said it. If you don't do this, we aren't going to give you that. That's quid pro quo. He said that to who? Uh, an audience that was recorded in his public knowledge. Um, that was for Council of Foreign Relations, which is another cabal group. Like uh, the Trilateral Commission and others. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to uh, have Rihanna to fact check that because I would like to have that. Oh, no. it's, it's, I mean, anybody can go pull it up on YouTube or anywhere. Will, it's it's all over the internet. And it's now being played right now in Times Square in front of everybody with subtitles if you can't hear it. So it's, there's no argument in the Bay. That's fact. Secondly, what I find interesting about this whole thing is Nancy Pelosi has tried to twist law in the biggest way, stating that she, Trump has to prove his innocence. No, we are innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Therefore, when nervous Nancy has tried to twist it and say President Trump hasn't done anything to prove his innocence, no, he is innocent until they come up with stuff to prove it. But in, in fact, with two hours of testimony today by Trump's attorneys, 
they basically wiped out over 20 hours of what Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler did due to selective use of information and the misuse of information. They came out tonight in several um, publications. Okay. So you think that the impeachment is a bogus you finish my my sentence. Yeah, I think it's bogus. And what's interesting is if you look at the art of war, which President Trump is an expert in, you do not destroy your enemy when they're in the process of destroying yourself. Depending upon the polls this week, Trump's favorable rating went up between three and five points. What facts? What were the facts? Okay. They that's, said a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fact. Several, several polling agencies have even stated it. That, that, there's no argument there either. That, that you can find too. The, poll, the polling is not going to change the vote, do you think? No, it's not. No, it's not. So let's, let's talk about what evidence has been put on the table that the, that the um, Republicans are going to have to refute in order to keep all 53 of those Republican senators in place to keep him in office. Well, the way things are looking and the way things are going, I'm, I'm, and I know you and I have discussed this before that uh, we're we're going to gain seats in the in the Congress and probably take it back and gain seats in the Senate. So you you believe that the media um, interviews with three or four. Republicans who say that they may lose their seats if they go with the Republican Party and uh, sustain his presidency. I, I disagree. I mean, look, okay. Let me give you another fact that, that came out today in this New Jersey. This was out Trump, there today. This was out there today well, that there are Republicans, and we're not talking about Romney. But there are Republicans who are. <laughs> Because I want to put that out there for the record. I mean, there are some people that you know, we, we know that they may go the other way. But these sure. are Republicans who say that based on the evidence that they may lose their seat if they don't confirm the impeachment. Again, it's I believe that, you know, unreli- un, you know unnamed sources, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, I I haven't read that. I'm not saying it's not true. I just, okay. I just, from my experience and what I see, I disagree. Well, I mean, this was on this was on Fox News. This was on CNN today. Well, yeah. After well, I don't, I don't, I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch the mainstream media. Well, I'm I mean, those the senators were talking. They were being interviewed at the Capitol. Okay. So, tell me what you think. Just uh, let's go off what you think. Well, because, as I said, I, I look. Case in point. Every single rally that Trump has done, no matter where it is, there are almost as many people outside as inside, okay? Um, Any one rally Trump has done is more than probably all the other candidates have done in terms of their, what you call them, rallies combined. I mean, in one rally, Trump said, I've got more in the front seat of this this arena than than Joe Biden has at his rally that's wherever it is. In New Jersey, over 100,000 seats 
um, are being requested for the venue that he's at, and you can I know it's not that big. In Florida, he did one about a month ago or thereabouts. Over 24% were either Democratic or unregistered voters, and I think it was 14% Hispanic, okay? And th- nobody knows what to do with an unregistered voter or, or recently registered because they're new. And um, a lot of Democrats are realizing that, you know what, it's not their party anymore. So I, I still believe that um, the media is 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 not going to tell us the truth. Plus, in fact, if you look at the managers of of the impeachment, they all came from two states, California and New York. Those are very big, important states for for obviously the Democratic Party from electoral college perspective. You don't think it had anything to do with their criminal? Uh, <laughs> uh, could be. Criminal justice. Could be, but I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to stick to I'm just going to stick to politics. <laughs> they have been judges or prosecutors, and they're on the uh, Central Intelligence Committees. They're on the Judicial Committee. I don't think that you would put someone that's on agriculture. No, I agree. But you know, the managers they picked obviously were very, very instrumental in the in the impeachment in the House, and it wouldn't make sense obviously to pick the same people because they quote unquote know more than not. But I mean, when you've got Jerry Nadler at the end of his his speech in terms of the stuff calling Trump a dictator, and the reason why he's a dictator, he's not following the narrative, and the reason why he's following the not following the narrative is he doesn't have to because he is foreign policy. He is the president of the United States, and then you have. Um, Schiff talking um, at the end saying we can't allow the American people to vote for Trump because we can't, you know, we don't trust Trump. Therefore, we don't trust the American people. They're trying to usurp the whole electoral electoral process in, well, in the process. That's being said. I don't think that that is a um, I would hope that Democrats are not that stupid. That they hope, would, I'm, I'm sorry, you say hope that Democrats are hope, hope that Democrats are not that stupid to try to use I think that we all have a fiduciary responsibility. If we, yes, we are do. in support of democracy to say that when you have overstepped your authority and you don't recognize the other pillar of power, I think that 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 um, I agree. Not allowing uh, and demanding that White House officials do not participate in the subpoenas and give the, the subpoenas the subpoenas weren't valid because it wasn't an official subpoena. They were they were letters. They weren't subpoenas. You realize that, right? Well, they weren't. That, there was no teeth in the subpoena. It, they didn't even call it a subpoena. The press did. But when you lead it in reality, and that's why a lot of Trump's folks didn't respond, is it wasn't a subpoena. It was simply a letter. Oh, please, will you show up so we can berate you, grill you, and you know, tell more lies about you okay. in an under, underground bunker that won't be recorded, that isn't public knowledge. I mean even of the, seven, of the 18 people that were interviewed during the period of time where the Democrats were doing their show in the House, one of them has not been released because it's not favorable to their cause. In fact, um, I'm going to look up his name real quick. Um, Michael Atkinson, he, his testimony was not released and is still secret because it didn't fit their narrative. So they're even, again, as I've said, they're, they're using misinformation, disinformation, and only what information that fits their narrative to uh, make their point. 
Okay, I'm going to let you have a few minutes. Because I want you to break down this whole entire situation for me. Uh, I want you to be the one uh, as a representative uh, to tell uh, tell me what's the give me the defense you're the to defend uh, the impeachment defense well first off um, you, you have to understand that um, and today the defense suggests that omissions were intentional because of relevant facts and would be fatal to the impeachment manager's case this came out today and I'm reading it from it came out in um, let's see it's in the Epoch Times it's in the Washington Times and also in the Daily Caller okay so in other words um, they basically took apart their argument because they weren't a complete argument plus the fact all this started from a whistleblower that they don't want to name because he was very ingrained in the CIA he was all over the White House there's pictures of him with Hillary, with Obama, with everybody else, and everybody knows that he was a plant to get it started anyway. And if they're going to really talk about you know, the whistleblower with Ukraine, even though he wasn't even privy to the call, there was only four, two people on the call. Was it four? Four people on the call on our side and a couple or four people on the other side, and after that, there wasn't anybody. You have to understand, Adam Schiff read a complete fabrication of his, quote, interpretation of the phone call the day after Trump released it. And the problem was they had no expectation that Trump was going to release the transcript, complete transcript, none of it was redacted, and released it as quickly as he did. And the problem is they had to stick with their narrative because that's all they had. So there's, there's a treasonous aspect right there making up the phone call. And if you listen to the transcript, and that's all over, the people have read it all over YouTube, and you can get a copy of it and read it, and then listen to the story and the fabrication of what Adam Schiff said, there's no correlation whatsoever. And this, this mysterious um, whistleblower isn't even part of the case that happened last week in, in the Senate. If, if he's the one that broke the case, you know, broke the whole thing, where is he? The reason why he's not there is because his whole situation was undermined, and it wasn't, again, germane to the case because he was proven to be a fraud and a plant by the CIA. So now the defense next week, and I think it's going to be one one week. I don't think it's going to be drawn out any longer than that because they want to get on with, with life. Um, they're systematically dismantling and exposing the omissions and the disinformation and the misinformation, and frankly, the lies, although they're more tactful than that in terms of the, the attorneys, of what the, the Democrats have been trying to do for the last, I don't know, 80 days or whatever it is. Okay. So what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think this whole thing is going to be thrown. Nancy Pelosi, even though she says she's a, it's a solemn affair to impeach a president, once she started signing the impeachment documents with her pens that look like bullets and had to sign every single letter of her name with a different pen, and then you've got Maxine Waters holding their pen up like it's a piece of candy she just got for Christmas, um, it's going to be thrown out because there's no case. 
as I said, the obstruction of Congress and the, the abuse of power. The abuse of power is because he's not doing what they want, and he's not. He's doing what the people want and what's best for the people. And obstruction of Congress, again, is stating you're not doing what we, Congress, want you to do, so we're going to try and impeach you. Neither one of these things are, on the onset are not, are not constitutional, have no teeth, and no basis. It's going to be thrown out. Well, I um, I think you might. Yes, I uh, I've been watching. I've been watching, and I've been listening. I go to bed listening. I wake up listening. I'm listening to this man when they replay. Yeah, I what you say. Yeah, I, I do because I, I like to listen to it raw, uncut, unedited, mm-hmm. straight from their mouths. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of information that was uh, revealed that was kind of scary when they start talking about Ukraine relationship with uh, the United States and the fact that Russia uh, was uh, – uh, Requesting from Trump to uh, have them to take uh, the uh, the blame for interference in our elections. Uh, I think that 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 was very that was, that was really interesting to me. The other thing was uh, um, the conversations that were had uh, regarding. Um, can we hold the money from them once it's been allocated by Congress? I know there's a whole lot of uh, BS that go along with the politics, but I also look for the the real truth of, of what's taking place. Well, obviously you do. Now, you have to if you look at the bigger picture between I think it's. 2012, but it really doesn't matter till current or 2016 or whatever it was. No, it was longer than that. Uh, last bunch of years, over 726 billion dollars has been given to countries all over the world in terms of aid from the United States. And granted, some of that aid has gone to countries that are no fan of the United States, and they got the money for whatever reason. The problem is, Trump wants to know. He's a businessman, right? Where did the money actually end up? Where did the money that we gave these countries go? And it's been pretty much assumed and proven that the money did not end up in the country's hands or even in the people's hands of that country, but in the politicians and their friends. Case in point, you can look at, look at Puerto Rico. Billions of dollars, in fact, more for, for Puerto Rico than any other natural disaster that's happened, got billions of dollars from the U.S. government for Puerto Rico. And it turned out that a lot of that money and a lot of that aid never went to where it was supposed to go. It was absconded by the politicians. They just found and were able to break into a 200,000-square-foot warehouse that had aid from the, the last hurricane that was still in that warehouse, whether it's food, water, pacifiers, diapers, etc. Let me just close this. Number one um, – that is part of America's territory. It's yes, not a it foreign country. It's, it's a United States Agreed. territory. 
Agreed. Because they didn't. Second of all, we all know that when government supplies are given to uh, quasi-government organizations and uh, government officials have some control because yes, they're puppets. Uh, agreed. I mean, it happened during Katrina. It happened during right. Like, it happens every time. The FEMA, right? Agreed. But they pay taxes. They're getting the support that they're supposed to get. This is not a Israel or another place that we can say uh, <clears throat> they hired spies to come into America to spy on us even after we give them money. We, they have seats at the table in Congress. They can't vote. No, we can't. But, but they're there. So, you know, I think that when Trump brings up um, our American citizens, these are citizens of America. That's not the same. Well, no, but my point is they, there was a, they, they got aid, and mil- billions of dollars was given in aid, and that aid did not go where it was supposed to go in Puerto Rico, which is in our backyard, let alone anywhere else in other countries around the world. Same thing. And they even blamed Trump that we didn't, didn't, he didn't do any, give any aid, and, but the aid that he gave, they hid. And now well, there have, been, there have gonna, been lots of people that have been arrested because of it. I'm going to offend – well, I'm going to offend a lot of people who's listening to the show. I'm going to give them an opportunity to always go to our website or go to uh, email me. But what he's just said right now, what Walt, my friend, just said, I'm asking you, people, my listeners, What's the difference in the mayor of Los Angeles asking for billions for the homeless? And before you on the show, I was walking down talking to the very homeless that he was supposed to be counting. And they're not getting aid. No, and for not. years, same reason, counting, same thing. Same thing. They're counting these homeless people. What's the difference in Mayor Nagin in New Orleans who received FEMA help? When a, a gentleman by the name of uh, FEMA Secretary um, Brown took the rap, he took the rap because they were playing politics. And I recall. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? I mean, there there isn't much difference. And the bottom line is, a lot of aid's been given, and it, it doesn't end up where it's supposed to. I I understand. But that's, about, but, but, that's all but, I'm but point. Here in America. They do it here in America, and I don't think that it was appropriate to do it at a time where you give Russia a upper hand on Ukraine. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think that Trump came in; he was a non-politician. Correct. We, we, we you know we were sick of politics. We didn't want a politician. And that's what we got. Agreed. So I got to. I gotta say that, you know. I I also wanna give him credit for some of the pardons that he's given that none of the presidents, Democrats before him would even think about doing. Uh Jack Johnson, uh 
just to name a few of them. Uh, uh, we have uh, Mom Ali. You know. Yeah. And I can go on and on. The things that he do that is against the system that has been set up by them, whoever they are. Yep. He's definitely going against it. Yes. He's going against the CIA. He's going against the yes. How does that benefit the everyday Joe? Tell me. Well, you mentioned Snowden. Um, I'm gonna. I went to that last show, but I'll elaborate on that in a minute. But the problem is the CIA is not our friend. What's interesting is the CIA was started by Truman in the early 50s and was an offshoot and a continuation of the OSS in Germany, Nazi Germany. And within one year after the CIA was formed, Truman regretted forming it because he realized at that point they were already out of control. When um, Eisenhower left office in 1960, his infamous line was the military-industrial complex. He was alluding to the CIA. When Johnson, when um, Kennedy came in, and he sure knew what was going on, he even stated publicly, when I get reelected, I am going to destroy the CIA and break them into, quote, a thousand pieces. And here we are, you know, 60 years later, and we still have issues with the CIA. Um, and and Trump is, you're right, systematically dismantling it. And what he's doing is it's a war of attrition. He's not rehiring people that are in it. It needs to be taken down because it's too powerful. Now, this is the same CIA that brought crack cocaine to Los Angeles? Yes. Well, no, crack cocaine to the, to the world. Granted, yeah. that's why we still have a war in Afghanistan is be, for 19 years is because those opium fields are grown by the CIA and distributed by the CIA and the mafia and distributed around the world. That's how they make their money and supply their black ops. Yes, that is the same one. Okay. And the FBI that he was fighting and getting rid of certain people, this is the same FBI that Diego Hoover yeah, the same yeah. FBI that J. J. Haber Hoover watched and had files on everybody. Case in no. point, when J. Haber mm-hmm. Hoover went, when T- K. Hoover went to Kennedy, because Kennedy wanted to fire Hoover, and they had a little powwow, you know, very early on in Kennedy's presidency, and mm-hmm. Hoover walked out still keeping his job. Why? Because he had a file that was a mile thick on dirt on Kennedy. He did his homework. So, yes, same one. Okay. So this is the same FBI that had a organization called the Cointel Pro. Yes. And every black elected official that was elected to a major city was then put under FBI investigation and surveillance. Yeah, the same one. So when 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 uh, Donald Trump came in and said these corrupt people. They go around and they get dirt on people, and they threaten that if you don't bow down, we're going to expose it to your wife. Correct. And that's the reason why he said, go ahead and tell, and they uh, expose his extramarital affairs with with us. The same now, thing with Jeffrey Epstein. Every single room, whether it was in their, his ranch in New Mexico in his home in New York, in his place in France, or um, down at the Epstein Island, 
every single room had at least one camera, and whatever occurred in there with whomever it was with was recorded, used for blackmail. And, and he was in, he was killed in his jail cell, right? Say again? He was murdered in his jail cell. No, I don't believe he was murdered. If you look at the pictures between him and who went out, and you look at the fact that um, the cameras are gone, he was on, he was on he, the suicide watch was over. He supposedly was supposed to have a, a buddy in his cell at that time. There was nobody there. Nobody checked on him for at least four hours. Um, I personally believe he was escorted out uh, and a body double was put in his place. Who has him? I can't tell you. Maybe the Patriots have him and maybe Clinton has him or whoever. I don't know. But Clinton, but he certainly didn't kill himself and uh, I don't believe he's dead. But the fact that he is dead means that every single nugget of information that is that he has can now not be challenged and escalates all the persecution of people that are involved in all this stuff, in child trafficking, pedophilia, and everything else, which Trump has been very, very, very aggressive with. The prince who uh, had to resign, who was involved in that whole situation. Yes. Over 10,000 politicians and business executives have resigned or retired since Trump passed the two executive orders, one in December of 17 and one in May, March or May of 18, regarding pedophilia and child trafficking. And what did they say? Basically, it said, summarizing both of them, said if you are involved in pedophilia or child trafficking, and you are convicted, we will take 100% of all of your assets in the United States. And, of course, go to jail, go to prison, go whatever. No matter who you are. doesn't matter who you are. And that's what Trump's been doing is a lot of this has been tried before, and it has not worked because they'll go after somebody, and typically if it's a government official – there's usually a government official above that individual they're trying to go over because they want to go lower first and get information on the higher-ups and you know work their way up the food chain. And every single time it was thwarted and shut down by the higher-ups because they were more involved than lowers. Trump, that's one of the reasons why Trump is building a wall is because he's trying to stem the child trafficking, the production of adrenochrome, and um, all of that's associated with it. Over 10,000 children have already been rescued, primarily in California and I believe Texas, as a result of all of the things he's been doing in blowing up all of the deep underground military bases, which is a topic for another day. And where do we find proof of that? Um, Again, it's all over the Internet. I I get my information on YouTube and from people that uh, know what's going on. Some have lost their lives. There are over 100 what are called dumbs. D-O-M-B-S's, deep underground military bases um, in the United States alone, and, and they're all doing various, various things. They're guarded by the government, but what they're doing inside is not being done by the government, but by private enterprise, because at that point, they aren't privy to Freedom Information Act and FOIAs. So therefore, nobody needs to know and nobody can know. And these little earthquakes that are going on around um, in many instances, are as the fact that they're um, destroying um, a lot of these military bases. If you want a, a name of somebody who, it, who lost his life over it, 
His name is Phil Schneider, S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R. He died overexposing all the deep underground military bases. Yes, there's one in Denver Airport. Again, Phil Schneider, S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R. Just punch in his name, go to YouTube, and you'll find pictures, stories, and everything else and stuff related that um, pretty much tells the story. But that's where a lot of the money has gone in terms of these deep underground military bases. Um, if, there, if you assume there's 100 of them, I've heard more, but we'll run with 100. The price to build them is anywhere between 7 and $30 billion apiece. And they're tens of thousands of square feet big. And some of them are seven, seven miles below the, their surface. I mean, they're way the heck down there. Now, those weren't bunkers for the... Yeah. It's bunkers for a lot of things. For, for doing nefarious things, for doing experiments, as well as in the event there's a nuclear war or a natural disaster or whatever, um, they can... Uh, stay and remain and live underground. Um, there was a big challenge. I don't remember which one it was. And Obama ended up in Denver, and he was actually in the deep underground military base at the Denver airport uh, for a short period of time. So, I mean, that, that's pretty documentable as well. So you say that Trump is a president of the people? Yes, he is. He was selected by the people and elected by the people. And if you really must know, if, you, if you're familiar with Project Veritas and Tom Fitton, he has been doing analysis of registered voters rather, rather relative to people that are living and have the ability to be registered to vote in many countries, states, counties, and states around the country, California, New York, Texas, Illinois, and Florida specifically. And there are millions and millions of voters that should not be on the rolls. In California alone, in L.A. County alone, he won a lawsuit, and they have removed, in L.A. County alone, 1.5 million voting uh, voters. It turned out in L.A. County, there was 148% more voters than there were people that could vote in L.A. County alone. Again, soon you will be hearing things, uh, probably after this impeachment's over and therefore the dust settles, I believe that they're going to be doing voter ID, which is another thing that's going to be fought tooth and nail um, for federal elections because can't trust the the three major manufacturers. One of them is owned by George Soros. It counts the votes, um, and they're going to do voter ID and probably do a paper ballot as a backup as well. That's been bounced around with Q and with Trump. Uh, is still there? Oh, of course I'm here. I'm just okay. There we go. I'm just processing. Yeah, all of. I this. mean, I know a lot of the thing I say is absolutely crazy, but again, I, I all of that information is out there, and I've heard it from more than one source, more than one time. I have a fact finder, and a lot of times when this stuff goes on, I like to put it up on my website. Sure, of course. Um, and I like to be able to give a um, a link. So the people can go to that link and, 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 and read the information for themselves. Right. Well, I mean, as proof, anybody who's flown into Denver and has ridden the trains around Denver 
and you, you have a little bit more of a discriminating, discriminating and aware eye, you can see that there are trains that go off in places. There are fences where there shouldn't be some. They, they go in versus out to keep people in versus out. I mean, there's just some things with that particular airport that is not normal uh, with most other airports. But, again, if you don't know where to look or you don't look, you'll never see it. Plus the fact there's been a joke forever since the airport opened that the artwork around the airport really is really strange and very weird. Well, I've just seen that on um, one of the National Geographic. Yeah. They had Jesse Ventura tried to do, do, do a show on it, and he got, he got shut down. Yeah. Well, interesting. <laughs> but anyway, as far as the impeachment, um, I think you'll see, as today was proof, that everything that the Democrats tried is being dismantled, and they're dismantling it with fact and proof and not hearsay and not misinformation or disinformation. But the bottom line is what Trump did was fully legal, was in the confines of him as the executive of the executive branch and president of the United States. I mean, they're talking about the fact that he didn't even use the talking points that the deep state gave him during the phone call with Ukraine. Well, so what? He can do what he wants. And it's not, it's not a situation of an ego. It's the fact he's the president. He can take their advice, but he doesn't have to follow it because he is foreign policy. Okay. He's now, the major representative of this country. I understand, but now what you just said, he can do what he wants to do. He can't do what he wants to do if he has other mechanisms. Well, in the confines of the law and in confines of his job. I understand. Agreed. I'm just... Agreed. I agree. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a road dictator or a king um, no. or whatever. I'm saying he can do what he wants within the confines of his job description and what he's mm-hmm. been mandated to do and what he's been elected to do. And unfortunately, the other side, three and a half years later, still aren't happy that um, he lost. In fact, the honeymoon with Trump lasted 19 minutes. 19 minutes into his presidency after he took the oath of office, the first article challenging Trump um, came out on the, the Washington Times or the Washington Post, one of the two, or maybe New York Times, one of the major publications, yeah, and that was, that was the end of it. <laughs> I think they probably won from our party because as soon as Barack Obama was elected, um, certain Republicans, Mitch McConnell and others, sure, that they would block everything that he did. Yeah, that's correct. And they would they wouldn't stop him. Right, so, but did we go through impeachment? Did we try and impeach Obama? Well, I think that Obama made sure that he didn't do anything that was that was worthy of being impeached. I don't well, think that he, he did. He's done a lot of things. In retrospect, a lot of things of what he did is worthy of impeachment. For example, abusing the FISA court to spy on Trump on U.S. soil. And it just came out the last couple of days that two of the FISA warrants against uh, Carter Page are bogus, which means everything associated with that is null and void. And that's just for starters. That just came out last two days. So a lot of the, and and Obama claims he never got involved in any. Um, I want to see it. Where did it come out? It came out in the last two days. Come out where though? Where did it come out? It's in the news. I can't remember what source. I listen. I read a lot of sources. Two of the FISA warrants against Carter Page specifically have been deemed invalid, and therefore they're bogus. Because everything associated with is null and void. And you don't even watch the news. No, I don't. So why would you believe the news? 
But you know what? Again, I don't believe the news, but I believe the sources that I use, and it's probably out there. Um, I just heard it today. Okay. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. Um, and many times you don't even want to use Google as your web browser of choice because, again, they are filtering everything as well. Here we go. Um, yeah, uh, came out. I mean, I just did it on DuckDuckGo. FISA court knew of bogus information in Carter Page's warrants. Okay, and there's other associated articles. So it's there. You just have to know what to ask for and where to look. Okay, so what does that mean? That means, and here's another article, the Department of Justice and the FBI colluded to submit fake FISA warrants um, against Carter Page. That, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's all there. So, again, the FISA situation is being reviewed, and I, I don't know if it's going to be changed or whatever, but it's been being looked at. And there's a lot of problems because that, that's what they did initially to spy on Donald Trump and his people. And it's not being it's not to be used in the United States, it's to be used out overseas. And that again is another reason why they're mad at Trump because in 1999, President Clinton signed an agreement with Ukraine specifically and the United States to share information between the two regarding corruption in either government. And no. the Democrats aren't happy about that one either. When did he sign it? 1999, as president. President Clinton. Is that when he was being uh, impeached? No, I don't know if he's being impeached, but there was a basis and reason for it, and it's been, uh, you know, around for 20 years. My question was, did he sign it at the time that he was being I don't, impeached? I, I, I can't answer that question. All I can tell you is it's an agreement that's between the two countries that's official. We know that once he got impeached, he not only signed everything that was put on his desk, but he went to war. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, he wagged the dog even in, in terms of things and trying to change the, the news cycle that way. Wagged the dog. So a few weeks ago I had a show. And I couldn't think of the name of the movie, Wag Rihanna. It was called Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog with Dustin Hoffman? I believe so. I have to look it up. Dustin Hoffman was the producer in the movie. No, no. He was, the, he was a producer in the movie. He was the one oh. that had to, had to produce the war. Right. Well, so, some skirmish, a cruise missile, some war, yeah. whatever. Was 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 created and manufactured to change the news right. cycle against all right. Absolutely. And then after they did it, they killed him because they couldn't have him around. Oh yeah, he knew too much. He talked too much. Yeah, Wagner well, Dog came out in 1997. Right. Make sure that you watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's it, it's more germane today, probably you know, in retrospect than ever. Um. And yes, Dustin Hoffman, um, Robert De Niro, Anne Hesch, Woody Harrelson, uh, Willie Nelson had a great cast. Right. Kristen Dunst was in it too. So yeah, it, it's a um, <laughs> it's a movie that's worth that's worth watching. So we're down here in the war zone, downtown Los Angeles. Okay. 
Yeah, and my, my understanding in terms of Los Angeles now, the homeless, they're even letting them sleep in the middle of the street. Is that correct? I was just counting. Uh, I was just talking to the homeless that was allegedly being counted by the mayor and his army of counters. And what was interesting is that many of them had not been counted. Um, So, Rihanna, are you there? She must be. Well, I mean, is this pre-census, or are they just trying to get an idea of how many are there or how bad it is? I mean, I saw a picture today of a tarp that had a mountain of needles on it from the needles they picked up that particular day in San Francisco. Say it again? I just saw a picture today of a tarp, and on the tarp was a mountain of needles that was simply picked up that day uh, from all the, the, the abuse and, and drug abuse and needles in San Francisco. Wow. And I saw a picture of a gentleman um, probably three weeks ago that decided he didn't want to defecate on the street. He was doing it in a store, grocery store, small, a small uh, convenience store. So things are totally out of control there. And as you well know, um, Nancy Pelosi, that's her district, let alone the mayor of San Francisco drawing a blank up, they aren't doing anything. You know, they're just letting them have free reign. In fact, I know that the robberies and breaking in of vehicles are so rampant that the city had to change the law that if you were that let if less than nine hundred dollars was stolen out of your car, they're not going to come out and see you or even take a police report. Right. Well, I went to the police department where you have to go and do that. In which city? Downtown LA. Well, I'm just talking San Francisco, talking the Bay Area. Well, downtown LA, the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing? Okay. Yep. So maybe it's a state law. I don't know. I just thought it was San Francisco. Yeah, it's the same. You know, you use a you lose a laptop, you lose a cell phone, you lose whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, a couple of wheels. You know, you're you're on your own. Right. Wow. Well, let me let me address one thing that's in the news, if I may, to change the subject before we close. Okay. And that is the coronavirus. The coronavirus has been getting a lot of play in China and all over the world. It has been proven, and you can look this up as well, the coronavirus was created and patented in 2015. Um, Bill Gates and his foundation have been a big, big investor in the creation of the coronavirus. Why? Because Bill Gates, on his own words, and again, you can look this up, I saw it today, wants genocide to reduce the population of this of our globe by um, 10 to 15 percent. I believe we do not have an overpopulation problem. We have a distribution of that population problem. And um, again, the deep state, the cabal, whoever you want to call them, is trying to change the narrative and, and, and scare people because of this. Now, if they've created a patent for it, I can assure you, just like the Ebola virus, the CDC or whoever, the Centers for Disease Control, has 
a, a, um, a, a antidote. And in fact, it was issued and given to one person in China today, and it was successful. So my point when this first came out, there's an antidote. It's proven today that there is an antidote. And even President Trump, who is on top of this as president and obviously impacts states here and, and abroad, um, stated today, tweeted out, that all will be well in the end. So I just want folks to realize that don't worry about the, the coronavirus. Go out and just buy a six-pack of Coronas and call it a day. Wow. Wow. Well, I think that's one of the biggest problems that the United States have is it doesn't discuss its population control. No. Uh, many other countries, Japan, China, they discuss their population control. The United States will just keep pushing the number up uh, for retirement. Yes. yes. The well, they, just change, they just changed the rules for retar- required minimum distributions, RMDs, to 72, finally. Right. You're right. Well, at the same time, they cut the benefits uh, for the, the seniors to afford medication that's life-sustaining. Yep. And they, do not, they, don't, they give them a, a raise, and then they stop paying for certain uh, medical procedures and, and meds. Yep. So I have to give you a attaboy on that one. Cool, thank you. Um, most people would want to want to know why would um, some people have a problem with um, Rihanna? Did you want to say something? Rihanna, I can't hear you. Okay, she may not be able to communicate, but I think it's important for us to recognize that Carnegie, yes, uh, and others and Rockefellers, Rockefellers played a very important role in the abortion, eugenics. Oh, okay. I was going to go. I was going to go. Yeah. Yes. It didn't surprise me that. The Gates Foundation would be involved in some type of population control. Well, you have to understand, Bill Gates' father was an attorney, a very prominent attorney, and he was very involved in Planned Parenthood. So, um, Bill, Bill kind of comes, with, uh, Bill Gates comes out by it honestly. So, um, and <laughs> I, I just don't trust Bill Gates <laughs> personally. Yeah. I don't have anything against him yet, but I do know one thing. He used to walk amongst us until they, yes. hit, him the face of, until they hit him in the face with a pie. Yes. Good luck getting around him now. Yes. Well, what's interesting is he went from zero to a billionaire in 11 years. So there you go. Um, wow. And so you're going to see a lot of stuff regarding the coronavirus. But again, it was, for example, the same thing happened years ago with the Ebola virus. 
And if you actually sat down and looked at the people that were reacting to Ebola virus, their bodies were not reacting as the true virus does. They were, it was like Ebola virus light. And even on, on – um, in fact, I, 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 did, I did this on YouTube about six months ago. I was talking to a friend. You can go on YouTube and punch in um, black guy with a clipboard with a Ebola virus. And if you remember, there was a lady who was a nurse in – I believe it was in Dallas. They flew her to Maryland for her to uh, be cured of the Ebola virus, and she was hazmatted up to her teeth. And there were two people that had hazmat suits in, from the airplane and whatnot. They were trying to transfer the ambulance. And there was a guy walking around with a clipboard and a tie, not even having gloves on, that was just as close to all of them as everybody else. And nobody could figure out you know, what he was doing, where he came from, and why he wasn't hazmatted up. And the reason is is because he had the, uh, the antidote for the Ebola virus. It's germ warfare to the finest. Okay, thank you. Walt, I appreciate you always anyway. having your stimulus. You've been listening to the Unbroken Flesh show. Thank you very much for listening. Do, everybody, do your homework, and uh, we'll catch up later. We're at the close of our hour. Thanks for listening. Everybody tune in next week. We also have on Monday the Marvelous Monday show with Bishop L.J. Guillory and Dr. Shirley McKellar. Thanks for letting us stand. Hey, Rihanna, take us home. We're out of here. See you next time. Thanks, Bishop. God bless. The homeless is still homeless, the poor is still poor, yet we find billions of dollars to fund senseless war. And yes, we're fighting terrorism, what about the quiet racism, dividing among ourselves, somebody's crying for help, heaven is listening. Heaven is watching, heaven knows, and they may not play this on the radio, cause the devil don't want you to know, if we don't stop the hypocrisy, the nation will lose its soul, then rather play music about money and sex. Like we don't have no intellect Somebody need to show some respect Cause God ain't through with us yet Heaven is listening Heaven is watching Heaven knows Yeah, yeah Heaven knows Heaven knows The preacher's that's not preaching the world needs healing.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.